0: <laughs> but it works
1: I mean It's the character
0: It's just Ever so flat
1: <laughs> Matt Steele's referring to Gwen Stefani In Orange County Girl
0: Because it's a Fucking excellent song A great song It's a compliment That, that she's flat No it, Because Okay It's not that she's flat It's just like It's ever so slightly Like Distant sounding, mm. like sort of like you're like an Orange County girl, you know. It works. It's it really does. I'm, Had you heard the song before? I've never heard the song before. It's excellent. And now I'm a stand. Hey, like yes, this is like Th- that's why, why everyone's
1: it. got to request things for us to listen to on Patreon because who knows what will stand next? I'm listening to freaking Phoebe Bridgers. I know that she's dating the guy from Normal People, which is cool.
0: Cool. I know. I'm excited <laughs> she's for that. Normal People, which is. Cool.
1: <laughs> I, hey, good for her. He's, Dating
0: people's cool.
1: Hey, he's really hot. That's why it's cool.
0: That's cool. I
1: know. I love that for her. That's great. And especially because she went through the ringer with Ryan Adams. Oh, that's right. She dated. Yes. Ryan. Uh, he, not cool. Not cool. You know, who's <laughs> not cool. Ryan Adams. Not cool.
0: He's not cool. <laughs>
1: is that a cool
0: reference? Yeah, okay. I'm trying, trying to make it work. It didn't. I know, but cool. Ryan Adams is not cool. All right. All right. Hey everybody! Welcome back to another Two Game acts podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer, and it's been a fun week. It has. Oh damn it! I told myself I was going to try to remember <laughs> what I did this week.
1: I know I talked to you earlier today, and I was like, "Remember, I'm going to ask you how your week was." You're like, "Oh, I don't remember what I did."
0: Yeah, it, it was fine. We're it was still a there. it was a very fine, fine. Week. Okay. I worked. Yeah. I binged Big Brother Four hey. more. Um. And I, I told myself I was like, okay, I'm gonna work more on the screenplay that I've been working on after I'm done binging Big Brother Four.
1: Okay. So you haven't finished it yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh God. What else did I do? I don't know. Come back to me. All
1: right. Well, I mean, there's only two of us. So there's not that many people that can go ahead of you, but I'll go. Okay. Um. I had
0: a good week. Okay. I bought the
1: sunglasses that I lost in the ocean from the weekend prior. Okay. How much
0: did that set you back? Not nothing.
1: Okay. (laughs) So that was annoying but I still am uh, trying to be frugal. I'm going to be sitting on my hands for the week because I don't want to be spending money and so we're excited about that. Um, I mean there's been so much lead up to the meaning of Mariah Carey Mm. that I will get into later. Okay. I'm very excited about. There's just so much happening and like at that special with Oprah we'll get into but wow 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 wow! so I'm just mentally preparing for this week because I know it's going to be an overload of content that I need to consume as soon as it's released and that's not easy but it's happening and I can't wait Yes. in the clip of Cool On You I don't know if you listened to the Mariah Instagram where she had like oh I'm singing here we go around again and then there was uh, another song that I don't remember, and then there was "Cool on You" from mm-hmm. which was cut from Equals MC Squared, and it's like, bitch, this is better than fucking half the album. This Damn. is better than OOC. How did OOC make the album? I like OOC. OOC sucks.
0: It's OOC's. Cute. No,
1: you have bad taste on Equals MC Squared. Let's be real. Wow. Because then, don't you dislike "Thanks for Nothing"? "Thanks for
0: Nothing" is just. Thanks for nothing Wow <laughs> See
1: that is truly egregious And upsetting Um
0: don't get, But we like the same thing like equals I, MC Square. Besides that like We both we do. Obviously migrate to classic I mean of course yeah. I mean honestly
1: All the uptempos On that album are a classic Yeah mm-hmm. I like all
0: the songs
1: And then I Stay in Love Of course
0: I Stay in Love square. Sc- I like that album yeah, it's, it's just Thanks for album. nothing It's, it's just, it's just underwhelming for me
1: I disagree Okay I think love story Is underwhelming
0: Oh you know, yeah I, you hate I love really story like And I'm it. like This is fine No, no. I, like, I don't love no. love story But I'm like I'm like this works uh, something something good that did happen to me this yes, week let's that hear it. California stimulus popped up. Hey, we love that. <laughs> I know. So Wait, that nice. I haven't gotten mine. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> bullshit. Why have you gotten yours? I haven't gotten mine. Well, I haven't gotten uh, not the uh the other like when we all supposed to get like another twelve hundred. I don't know if that really went through. No, it? I don't think so. But um the like extra like like three hundred a week if you're getting unemployment. Oh one. Um, well,
1: not getting
0: it Yeah, you're getting like, you know, Real payment with, I mean, with, you know, health insurance. You're, you're
1: getting, you have a job, you get payment for the
0: job. Yes, but my hours were cut, so I still um, have to like. What I mean, away. I don't know if you want to go into this here, but what did
1: happen with the insurance of it all? Is that all straightened out? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so, well.
0: <laughs> so be happy. You got what you got, Thank darling. Thank you. Yes, you
1: get what you get you and are you don't get upset.
0: You are so blessed, Matt Palmer.
1: Hey, Mariah told us on Emotions on that song that I also don't like. Wow. <laughs> but I love her. We know this. Um. So yeah, I guess should we just jump into News Friday
0: Just go, and if I remember how the rest of my week was, I'll I'll interrupt you. Yes, please do. Oh, wait.
1: Before we jump into the actual news, I must say I just watched The Real Housewives of Potomac, which I feel like... I'm sorry I bring this up every... uh, But I've just watched it when we're recording, and it's always so excellent. And tonight was the night where you really got to see the altercation in which Monique and Candice got into their physical fight, which we had heard about from the uh, year before because they pressed charges against one another. Mm -hmm. And... It was crazy. It was like, I was expecting Bravo to kind of cut away because that's kind of what they do when things get really kind of dicey. And they really didn't. They kind of held one shot and just watched the whole fight play out as, like, producers were running in and out. And, like, other camera people and fucking uh, boom mic operators were, like, moving in and out. Yes. And it was basically, like, Monique grabbed her hair. You couldn't really see, but it seemed like Candace threw her water glass at Monique, like the glass included, because Monique had a cut on her (sighs) lip, which is like fucked up. But then after the glass was thrown, Monique was holding her by her wig and then punching her on the head with her free hand while people were trying... For it felt like minutes, but I'm sure it was only like 45 seconds. But it was a long time that she was. It's a long time to be hit. 45 seconds. I don't know if she was being hit the whole time, but like her hand like would not let go. Everyone just screaming, "Let go, Monique! Let go, Monique!" And she would not do it.
0: You know, Damn. I love it when stories are told in a single shot. It was nothing, that. nothing it was that. ruins action to me more than over-editing, <laughs> and I'm glad that they the, didn't. the artists behind Real Housewives of Potomac had the the foresight. They did. So no, like no single shot. And so we're they, gonna do this in a wide. They <laughs>
1: finally get her off. They get her uh, sequestered behind a door, and so Candace is back there fixing her very ruffled wig at this point, and uh, not she's, her lip. <laughs> uh, well, no, Candace's lip was fine. Monique's oh, Monique's was the okay. one. Yeah, so Monique's bleeding. From the lip and so she's back there with her producer james who like you know no shade i know that i have a boyfriend but it's very cute I'm okay. like, Oh, james hi <laughs> but um
0: <laughs> why would that he, be shade to anyone
1: i mean not shade to my current relationship
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> not shade other hot people exist that's but true. jackson's true. the hottest
1: that's true jackson's the one i'm, I'm not dating james i'm dating jackson that's right. the j's can be confusing
0: it's true
1: <laughs> uh so yes yeah, so she's back there with james and he's she's like Hearing Candace talk shit about, she's like, you're this hood rat bitch, which by the way, Candace always goes for classism mean, in a way that's unappealing. Like, whenever mm. anyone does anything or anything Monique does that she doesn't like, she's like, oh, you're just a hood rat bitch, and like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, You could call someone trash or, like, say that you didn't like what they did without, like, trying to be classist. But whatever. I don't mean to split hairs. Uh, But so, Monique hears this from behind the door. And she's like, I'm going back in. I'm going to beat her ass. And then James is like, please don't do this. And, like, is blocking the (laughs) door. Please don't do this. You know, a belabored gay. She's like, please don't do this. (laughs) And is blocking the door, won't let her in. And so, as Candace is, like, basically being carted to the car by producers, Monique Runs out from because
0: I guess there's a separate exit. Yes go out from the back. Them.
1: Go out the back. She goes out the Get back. from the back. She starts walking for a bit but then I guess she sees the car and the other and like uh Candace.
0: Run you got time catch up.
1: Running in her freaking winery outfit and like <laughs> cute short wig running at Candace and she's like don't ever have her around me again. I'm going to fucking kill her and it's just like very tense very awkward and it's just like we're getting previews in the future where all of the other ladies except for Candace come and they all meet with Monique to talk about what happened and they're basically the point is like uh, we've been on this show for five years no one's ever gotten physical we don't want to like perpetuate that stereotype of black women which is kind of unfair because it's like people fight on reality shows all the time yeah. like on other housewives Teresa flipped a table like whenever it becomes physical with black women or black people it's always like you're representing the race and like
0: Teresa wasn't representing her race when she flipped that table but I mean there's like that added pressure when you're a minority on television Absolutely, you know, but, it's, that but it's, it's so unfair
1: it's yeah. like wh- when white people do bullshit it's just like oh, look at them that I mean, one person I
0: mean, big theme on Big Brother this year as well.
1: I know it's fucked up, but anyways, just it. I don't. I feel like the issue now is Monique doesn't seem to take much responsibility. Like they're kind of like, do you regret? Like, do you feel remorse? Like, do you regret that you take ownership of your partner? And she's like, I feel fine.
0: It's like Monique.
1: (laughs) Just say you feel bad Uh and like we can all move on. I'm not excited to see that like half the cast essentially, I think, ices her out from the rest of the season. And so all of her scenes are gonna be solo or with two other housewives. She's gonna go to a lot of therapy, I'm thinking, and like to learn her triggers and understanding that. But it was a it was brilliantly filmed. I was enthralled. There was like several hot mic moments on the rest of the episode where Giselle introduces her new boyfriend who was her ex-husband to her dad who already Mm -hmm. hated this guy because he was a cheater and then he like pretends to be fine with it and then gets off camera and it's like talks to a producer like okay you can take this mic off because that's just so idiotic and I don't want to be in this scene anymore this guy has six or seven baby mamas blah blah blah. he doesn't know he's being caught on the mic and it's Um. like oh (laughs) sorry dad (laughs) it's just the best Housewives franchise by a mile and I can't say it enough so
0: that's wonderful
1: I mean I just think we all need to know that's beautiful so speaking of reality stars who we like even less than Candace, um, Trump's tax returns came out
0: today. Wow. Talk wow. about unsurprising things I, that's that thing. happened. This it's week. Like,
1: I, I realize it's trending. We're all talking about it, but like we knew that right
0: Hillary yeah, told us remember that. When Hillary told us she this? told us that exactly yeah and and instead of being like that's incorrect Trump was just remember when Hillary at the debate was just like um, Trump isn't releasing his taxes and it could be for a number of reasons one of them could be that he's just like not paying taxes right and instead of refuting it Donald Trump flat out just said that makes me smart and then <laughs> remember that guys remember that
1: and then people still voted for yeah. him
0: yeah Disgusting. Yeah, I mean, just about as unsurprising as you could possibly right. get. As, like unsurprising, like the J.K. Rowling, I <laughs> the know. plot of her new book, like <laughs> expected turns for five hundred. I know. Like, so,
1: if anyone hasn't heard this for whatever reason, the tax records deliver. That he has a reported $47.4 million in losses in 2018. And I think Trump paid 750 in federal tax uh, the year he won the presidency. In the first year in the White House, he paid another 750 He had paid no income taxes at all in 10 of the previous 15 years. And this is... None. 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 President of the United States. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck is going on? How did we get here?
0: And did it say, like, didn't someone calculate, like, how much he owes and it's like 400 and something million? Yeah. And it's just, Uh, it's no one. Also, why do, how do we choose who gets audited? Why has this man never been audited? It's insane. The fact that he wrote off $70,000 for his haircuts. haircuts. Like,
1: fucking ridiculous. Like, this is. I mean, I, every day you hope it's the thing. Every new thing that pops up, you hope it's the thing that brings him down.
0: He's going to lose, right? Please, God. He just I must. The thing is also, it's not even October yet. Like, this no. isn't even the October surprise. <laughs> like, what is going to, is like, there going to be like an October surprise for him? Because what else could possibly right. happen? What else could we possibly see? Like, to for the like last push of the election to take him down like what do they have prepared Uh, i hope it's good i hope
1: it's good too and i hope it wasn't this and that it's not too early to release it and then people are dumb and will forget in a month yeah people forget in like five seconds Uh, yeah
0: it's this is absolutely insane. I, but this is huge. Like, yes. every, everyone is yes. talking about this. Yes. And I'm
1: thrilled. Don't forget, please go into that. You know, just vote for Joe Biden. And I'm going to just, we're going to say it every single week until the election. Oh, absolutely. Vote, vote for, Joe, for Biden. Joe Biden. And then
0: the weeks after, if Donald Trump wins, we're going to be like, why didn't you vote for Joe exactly. Biden? Exactly. I mean, so?
1: after, who, I don't want to talk about the weeks after if Donald Trump. we cancel, canceling, canceling everything. Canceling everything. we running away to get no, no one deserves joy. And this, you know, podcast could, could give someone that. And, if
0: he wins, no one deserves it. Yeah, this or it will turn into a very angry podcast.
1: I mean, it's angry now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is not happy. But to move on to, I guess, actually, more angry news.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The real trauma. Oh
1: my God. Has there been more exciting news out of this book than Mariah Carey announcing today that she made a secret alternative album while working on 1995's classic Daydream?
0: I mean, folklore who? Like, (laughs) Mariah was doing it decades prior. This is the true folklore. This is the folklore and didn't even, she didn't even want to take credit for it. I know. So I'm confused by this story because I just saw it quickly and I was like, what? Right. So, what happened? She actually wrote alternative music. Yes. And put it on an out, and someone else recorded it. Yes. And it's so out there, and she the it is out there in the world. Sphere. It was
1: released by Sony BMG in 1995 under the band name Chick. The album is called Someone's Ugly Daughter, and it is of course out of print and has been bought off on Amazon by all the lambs who are trying to resell it for nine hundred dollars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but and there's a chapter in Mariah's book talking about this era, and she's talking. about about how after her daydream sessions she had created a character who you know was inspired by and like her words not mine it was like you know all of those like uh like kind of light grunge white girls who like had unkempt eyebrows and like dirty <laughs> shoes and they were popular at the time and I just felt like you know I want to make something like that because I had some anger to let out it was angsty it was silly it was fun but like I really looked forward to recording these songs after my daydream sessions and her, she had a friend Clarissa who I think used to be her roommate who became the lead singer of Chick and they put out music videos Mariah directed one of the music videos What? her dog at the time Jack is in Music video like this is Absolutely insane How is this happening like That's the height of her career she's just like yeah I'm just we're just doing this side thing I mean This
0: is the conspiracy of The millennium like fuck Donald Trump's taxes (laughs) like this is just Like wait you mean there is another Secret Mariah Carey album under Our noses for Decades yes I am and She is it like she said she's like In the background vocals yeah she's in the background Vocals she's in the background vocals and their had just had no <laughs> ego about it. It was just like, I'm just gonna do this for fun. I
1: and like you look at the old YouTubes of the band and the comments, they're basically like, oh, Chick was so much better than like all the other girls at the time. And I don't know why she didn't get bigger. And like I only remember this being played on Beavis and Butthead, blah, blah, blah. It was on
0: Beavis and Butthead. Apparently. Oh my God. That's iconic. <laughs> the fact that Mariah Carey and Beavis and Butthead can be in the same sentence is just something you never. You didn't wake up expecting I that today. I
1: need this album so badly. I mean, I need the album as is, but I also need to hear the Mariah versions
0: of all these songs. Because you know I, they exist. You know they exist. Absolutely. And we want the stems of her background <laughs> vocals
1: so we can remix them. Because she always loved uh Hole, the band Courtney Love Band, and they had, they had a big hit around the time Celebrity Skin was the album I believe or was the single one of the two and Mariah is like friends with Courtney Love because of this whole love and this is I think what inspired chick and I just can't <laughs> believe that there's an entire alternative album that Mariah co-wrote out in the world That's, and we had no idea
0: it's crazy wait who did she write it with
1: she wrote it with um, I guess just a band I guess we're gonna learn more in the book she only shows a certain page So she said she goes to the band and like sings the guitar riff in her head and sings like what the melody is and the lyric and I think the co writers are her and Walter Afanasieff under pseudonyms and her friend Clarissa. <sighs> <Fuck. laughs> Crazy. That's absolutely insane. I mean, who you can't dream of this stuff. Like honestly, if I had said to you last week, like, Oh, Mariah Carey recorded an alternative album in nineteen ninety five and just it's unreleased, but like it's out there, you'd have been like, You're out of your
0: mind. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, You put on your tinfoil hat. <laughs> Start voting libertarian. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is equally as outlandish and ridiculous. Vote yeah, for Joe I would,
0: Biden. I would call you a conspiracy theorist. Hey,
1: and you, you, I would have believed you. But speaking of people who've been canceled.
0: I am surprised we didn't talk about this in the last
1: podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, I think it had just come out. Yeah, right it was. Or wait, if it this is the 21st, at least the story. So that was less than a week ago.
0: Oh, but it was happening like Sunday morning. Oh. I was like, everyone was talking about it. And uh, then I remember when we turned off, when we stopped and we said cut and we went back to our respective wings of the right. apartment. I was just like, oh, we didn't talk about the what, what, Tell McPhee the news. Thing. Oh, well, Catherine McPhee. <laughs> apparently like it was discovered. I don't know how, um, but it was discovered that she has made uh, donations to the Republican Party. Yes. Recently.
1: Yes. <laughs> like to Trump's re-election campaign. Yeah. And well, you those are public, so you can look mm-hmm. those up. And so that's why I guess someone was just looking up like who like just looked up her name, I guess, just yeah. out of curiosity. And it's like this person ever since Smash has been. Pushing like the gay agenda <laughs> she is like I know the gays are my audience I know the person who runs all my social Media is a homosexual and I need them to Push that as far as they can mm-hmm.
0: and She was on fire on Twitter Like I know like such a funny Twitter Account so self deprecating like So so funny and we were just like Whoever that gay is is just doing incredible. a great job Doing God's work and everything because Let's get real we were all team Ivy on Smash <laughs> and so uh, The thing is like there were uh, some gays Who were very much like no team Karen and it's just like, what Karen <laughs> was literally designed on the TV show Smash to appeal to like the middle Americas <laughs> to be like, to, to be like, oh, but I know Ivy has worked harder, worked her entire life for this, and is more, you know, physically appropriate for the role and, you know, just the big talent and everything. But, but, you know, Karen is just, you know, hometown girl and she tries really hard mm. and she's just, you know, a star. And it's just like, no, Team Ivy, <laughs> Team Ivy. And now, well, we can say we told you so. I Team mean, Ivy,
1: people. This is Team Ivy Day. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations to all of you. I just checked; she has not tweeted since. She has not. I has not posted anything. Has she posted an Instagram? Has there has been no response to this? Oh, I don't know. Like I really- mean, what's she expecting? Like, people aren't going to forget this, so mm. she's got to say something. It's yeah. It, I mean, I mean I, it's one thing to be like Oh I voted Republican in the past And like I've supported the Republican Party in the past yes, But you're yes.
0: currently
1: supporting currently Trump's reelections elections campaign Lots
0: of money Lots of money so From your rich super super rich husband
1: I know who I'm sure is Republican too And loves Trump But he's like a famed asshole So of course you love <laughs> Trump Um, I mean so like fuck her right <laughs> Like I'm, I mean is there anything else to do
0: I mean, all I have to say is there was a reason why her character was named Karen. Mm. And I, honestly, justice for Elliot Yamin. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. Which, oh, I didn't realize he was on that season. Yes, he came in third that season. Oh, he, was, I, he has a great voice. Elliot Yamin has an unbelievable voice. I was rooting for Elliot Yamin that day in 2006, and I'm rooting for him still. what did he get, third? Third. And the fact that... Everyone, whenever they're just like, oh, I can't believe Taylor Hicks won and Catherine McPhee didn't. It's right. just like, no, I can't believe Elliot Yamin didn't. I have to correct all those homosexuals, wow. all those white homosexuals, let's get real, on Twitter <laughs> and be like, listen, you white gays. I know. Elliot Yamin was robbed. Because like. I never, I always just
1: thought Catherine McPhee, not to say like I thought she was Republican and like would vote for (laughs) Trump, but I always thought like I've never seen a person who had more chances to be famous. Like she's so fine and so like a fine actress and like looks fine and sounds fine. Everything's fine. Like I never thought she was exceptional in any way.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, now I know she donates to Trump. Now we know. "Ah."
1: I know. She's a scary person. Um, in other news. Demi Lovato and Max Eric. I don't know how to say this. I'm going to say Eric. and their engagement. It was a tough decision, says, choice, uh, says source. Um, this is crazy if you know the details of it. I Basically, don't. they met in March, right, as lockdown was beginning. Mm-hmm. They got engaged. Or started dating in March, at least. So okay. got engaged
0: in July. Oh, oh, I, re- I think I remember you talking about Demi Lovato was engaged yes. to a guy she just started dating.
1: Yes, and then they called off their engagement this, I guess, a few days ago. Um, and just so we can learn the history of what happened, in the past couple of weeks, his old tweets have popped up. Ooh. And a lot of, the, you know, whenever old tweets pop up, they're bad. But mm-hmm. these are specifically bad for her because he... Has been and historically in interviews has mentioned and in Donner's Twitter account has mentioned obsessed with Selena Gomez. Ah! <laughs> Demi Lovato's arch rival. And so. Oh,
0: come on. But he's like not talking shit about Demi Lovato. He is in
1: one tweet. Ah! Where he talks about how you may say that Demi has a better voice, but if you have any brain in your head, you would never say that she's prettier than Selena. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like all of Demi's fans were like, Demi, like, no, not this guy. That's
0: kind of funny. Like if I was dating a guy and I found out that like he was talking shit about me earlier before he even knew me or anything. Because, you know, he could have gotten to know me. And of course, he would fall in love with me. Because darling, I'm so easily fall in love with. Um, (laughs) Is that even a phrase? Whatever. We'll say it is. We'll say. But. I think I think that's kind of funny. It's kind of funny
1: if he hadn't been like consistently like fame hoary commenting on Selena Gomez pictures and other just celebrity pictures as much as he could, just because he wanted to raise his profile in Hollywood. Because I guess oh. he's an actor as well. Okay, so he's just a bit of a leech.
0: And I, it was Selena Gomez like the goal here. That was and the goal.
1: You know, you shoot for the moon. You yeah, aim among the yeah, land among the stars. I think that's one of those.
0: That is. <laughs> Utterly hilarious. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's but kind I, of sad. Uh, but also, like, he didn't delete those. like know. You didn't delete those, like, didn't delete those tweets. Like, come on. And
1: he like had been so public about this whole Demi thing. I, from what I hear, sources are saying, like, Demi was getting increasingly more uncomfortable with how public he was about how in love with her she wa- he was and like uh-huh. how much his profile has raised since this engagement. And I guess they've been long distance and it just was all unsteady, un- unsteady ground. And
0: they were long distance <sighs> for during quarantine, but yes. yet they still got engaged.
1: Yes. Well, I don't think they were long distance the whole time, but like he was shooting a movie somewhere. So he was doing
0: that. So I mean, just an- add another like thing to the list of totally expected turns. It's just like, <laughs> like of I course mean, this yes, engagement expected, is not going to last. And
1: honestly, I'd rather it than she got married to him and have oh like a course. hugely messy divorce. But it is sad Demi's been through the ringer yes. personally and I just feel like if his leech capabilities are true, what's going to stop him from like selling her out like he's already on instagram Mm -hmm. live talking about how he found out his engagement was over via a tabloid and like i just feel like we're gonna hear a lot more from him and his camp about her mental state and like why they broke up and all this stuff and it's like this is why you always need people in your life to be like hey not this guy yeah and you gotta listen to those people because sometimes you got your love goggles on and you're blind and you think oh no he loves me so much i hear the words he's saying i can feel the love and it's like no no I just you know what I I I like that we're that for one another. I feel like if <laughs> Matt ever, Palmer
0: will tell yes, me. Yes, if
1: ever there's a, I mean I think I have done this. Yes. If ever there's a boy I don't like, I'm like I don't like him. But I feel like you would do the same with me. I feel like you've rarely met the the bad ones. You've only met once or
0: twice. Yes, in passing. <laughs> in passing. Maybe because you're like um, subconsciously afraid to bring them I'm around. I'm sure maybe. that is because you would
1: know. You'd be able to see right so through. you I'd be like,
0: mm-hmm, be like hello, I don't like it. I don't hello. like it. Yeah, I, Mr. Max, have you no heart? <laughs> I like know. this girl has been through so I know. much. Leave her alone, and she deserves happiness. Like if you're gonna leech off of a celebrity, make it not be her. Yeah, come on. Go after Kathy McPhee. Ruin go that for marriage. it. Go ruin that marriage. <laughs> like go for a Catherine McPhee. You can do it. He's hot.
1: I know he's hot, but
0: like so. Man.
1: Sorry about That's that. That's
0: a shame. Demi. Demi will find love. She will find happiness. Yes. She's absolutely. got a, an excellent voice. Yes. She she can do it. I yes. I'm I'm rooting for Demi.
1: And um, speaking of a former pop princess, Queen Mandy Moore is pregnant. That's wonderful. With her first child with a very loving husband who's in a band called Dawes, I think, with his brothers or something. But this is her second marriage and her first baby. I'm so glad she doesn't have a baby with Ryan Adams. They don't have to be connected in any way. And this is such a happy time for her. Um, And I just am excited. I just like to report on positive Mandy news as much as I can. We
0: love positive Mandy news. Another great Mandy Moore thing is I know she gets tested for coronavirus. How do you know? Because uh, my friend Greg he has a friend who works at the testing uh, site at Dodger Stadium, mm. and he said that his friend, like, got the tests from the car and looked in the car, and Manny Moore was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so she's so like, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, I mean, she's back to filming
1: This Is Us, so I'm sure they get tested all the time. Yeah, I'm so, sure they get
0: so we love time. Manny Moore. She's being safe. Yeah, And now she's pregnant, and that's wonderful.
1: It is very wonderful. Oh, wait, she's
0: going to be pregnant filming her scenes as an old lady.
1: True. Uh, yeah, I don't that's know what they're going to cool. do. I mean, I'm sure they'll just. Shoot her from neck up in those scenes, but also she'll have flashback scenes where she's still pregnant with the triplets. It'll all work out.
0: Yeah. There's, and she's not like super far along, is she? Like, is uh, I don't think.
1: Age? I mean, she's just announcing it. So I guess she's just in her second trimester, I would guess. Because that, mean? that means you're <laughs> how, starting. How many, how many months is your, that? I mean, if it's three, nine months, so your first trimester would be the first three months. So okay. she's into her fourth month.
0: Okay. That's what I would think. Uh, is she fat? <laughs> like I don't think she looks. <laughs> no, I, well, no, I mean like, does second trimester mean like your belly is getting fat? I think every
1: every pregnancy is different. I don't think she's showing all that much. Like okay. looking at these pictures, it doesn't seem like she's showing a bit, but it doesn't look crazy, right?
0: Like she could. No, she. It, I wouldn't guess she's. You wouldn't uh, guess to she's me, fine. it looks like she's like sort of like leaning
1: right forward, right? Yeah, yeah she looks very. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying because you know if her, her you know belly is is full out. It's harder to hide in this. They're just ride.
1: gonna shoot her neck up, I believe. I mean No well, no nude scenes? I don't How's she gonna get that any, any? old lady nude scenes? No. Maybe nude scenes while she's pregnant like with the triplets in the past or whatever with Milo. Um,
0: I want a crazy, like she's old and she's going through dementia, right? Yes. I want her like going crazy and like running outside naked being like ah! That's not the right And they show. have to like, you know, you commit cl- her. You
1: clearly have never seen this as us, <laughs> so that will not be happening. In um, news that you don't care about, but I care about and the best housewives news of the week. Teddy Mellencamp has been fired from the real housewives of Beverly Hills. I can think of no more boring housewife who has lasted as long as she did. Ah, she was only on because of her last name. She is John Mellencamp's daughter. And she didn't even bring John Mellencamp or her his then girlfriend Meg Ryan into any scenes. And it's like, that's what we want to see. <laughs> and then Teddy is literally just uh, just the most boring person ever on TV. And then it came out she's like a an accountability coach quote-unquote which isn't a job but she's lost a bunch of weight and has this platform and so she thinks that she can train people on how to lose weight except she neither she nor any of the people that perform these uh other coaches have any sort of nutritionalist background
0: or anything what does accountability have to do with weight loss it's like like, you have to
1: tell me what you ate every day that's like you have to text me what you ate every day that's like. I'll tell you if that's okay.
0: She gets paid for that.
1: Yes, they pay her thousands of dollars. And And I'll
0: tell you if that's okay. It's too late. You already ate it. You already (laughs) had those calories. But if it's not
1: okay, she'll kick you out of the program. Kind of like it's complete bullshit. And it's coming out. You
0: can lie. I would just lie. (laughs) I'd be like, "No, I didn't just eat this entire bag of Reese's peanut butter cups." And it's coming
1: out. uh, How much do you think she's allowing clients to eat every day, calorie-wise? Ooh, I don't. I don't even want to know. Guess. I'll tell you less or more. Guess.
0: Twelve hundred,
1: last 500 <gasps> That's what supposed. That's, that's what's like out. that's starvation.
0: That's not even a meal. No, it's not.
1: That's completely fucked up. And
0: so that's the morsels diet, as Mariah calls it. And as
1: as much as part of me is like, yes, let's take her down on the show. Let's show everybody that she's a fraud. More of me is like, I'm not even mad at you, really. You're just so boring. I can't imagine that. I can't believe you were on television for any stretch of time. Honestly, she should have been a one and done. I feel like they kept her on just cuz it's like, oh, they don't really like to do one and duns anymore, but like she didn't she never worked. She didn't work. Glad she's gone. Um There was also a 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list that came out from Rolling Stone that Mariah's uh, Emancipation of Mimi was on at a point. And where did Chick fall? Um, Chick, (laughs) unfortunately, was not on the list. Uh, I think the highest person on the list that we care about. Well, uh, uh, Lauren Hill was number 10 with Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller was 12, which, you know, we don't work with him anymore. But (laughs) it's a great album. Kanye West, My Beautiful Art Twisted Fantasy, another person we don't work with anymore. Number 17, great album. Um, I think the person we care most about is Beyonce and she's number 32 the yes. And so I think that's exciting. Um, yeah. I would love to see more women up there, but Lauryn Hill was high, but I'd like to see more women, more R&B music, more pop music. Yeah. Who but,
0: was number one?
1: Uh, I think it was Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Okay. Number one? So we like that. And cool. number two
0: is what? Pet Sounds. Beach Boys.
1: Beach Boys. Classic.
0: Yeah. Classic. Um, and in the final news of the week. I, I forgot this was also my week. This is what I did this week. I hid in my room and I was just like, well... <laughs> I'm furious and devastated.
1: And the thing is... So we're talking, of course, about Breonna Taylor and the verdict in um, that uh, case. And no officers were charged directly in Breonna Taylor's death. One uh, police officer faces three counts over shooting into neighboring apartments. And the thing is, I knew that this verdict was going to be bullshit for several reasons. One, of course, because we live in America and this is a black woman who was killed by police. So of course it's going to be bullshit. But I think they... Like, set a state of emergency for the city before the verdict even came out. Oh,
0: yeah. So, they knew it was fucking bullshit. Yeah. So, like, what are we even doing here? I have no clue what, what anyone's doing. And the fact that they're not even releasing the details no. of the case or the verdict and how they came to this conclusion is right. absolutely insane. It's horrifying. Like it's horrifying. If, you came to this this conclusion. You released the details so you can at least argue like a point as to why this happened, but like you're not releasing anything. So like fuck you. This is absolutely insane and horrible and like she and her family absolutely deserve justice. Imagine absolutely. being her fucking parents. And and like I guess the,
1: I guess they were given some sort of settlement that was a big amount of money. But it's like, well, that's not going to bring my fucking
0: child back to life. No. And like, like what precedent does that set for right. people in the future? Like, so absolutely. Just man.
1: again, police are again not being held accountable. They're never held accountable for anything. But especially when it comes to killing black people, and I just it's just fucking horrible. And we just need. Uh, it's one of those things. Where it's like I don't even know how we fix this. It's like you know, you'd like to say police reform, but like, can you reform this? Like, is so there anything to do here besides like start over, abolish it, and just start fucking over? We,
0: I mean, it's someone needs to have an idea.
1: I'm excited for someone to because it's just like this is untenable. This is just just everyone sees that this is complete garbage now. Like, there's no hiding this. Like, it's it's social media is everywhere. Everyone's very aware of what's going on, so you oh, can't yeah. pull the wool over our eyes anymore. So. What the fuck are you going to do about this? And also like, I don't know. We need to learn the names and faces of those cops so we know if ever we see them to yell fuck you at them because these are murderers walking around free just because.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I can't wait to hear what is said about it on the debates, which I think are October 7th is the Mm. first one. Um, because something needs to be said, it needs mm. to be brought in, uh, more high profile, like high profile people, absolutely. like the president of the United States needs to fucking talk about it. Right. And, and Joe Biden, and Joe obviously, they Joe Biden has made statements, yes. obviously, but like, what is what's the what has Donald, Trump is? Donald what are we, said? Yeah. nothing. absolutely fucking nothing because he's a piece of shit. Vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe Biden. We'll be back soon with more to get this podcast. <laughs> Eyes are everywhere. You know. It's the end of summer. They're about to die soon. Oh, so thank God. They're in a panic right now. <laughs> um, so we are back with Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. So this question comes to us from Mike. And he says, podcast question for y'all. Hey, Matt's another week down in this crazy world and hope you guys are healthy and well. I just started listening to your podcasts and videos on YouTube and I'm all about the content you guys put out there. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Uh, random two questions for you guys. I purchased my first physical copy of an album recently and I realized before the before this, it was probably 1989 by Taylor Swift years ago. Wow. Gay years work differently, I think. Uh, What's the last album you guys purchased in person or got a physical copy of? I
1: got a physical copy of Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia because it deserved that.
0: Um, every Christmas my brother gives me a bunch of really obscure uh, like cast recordings mm. or studio cast recordings of musicals yeah. or of you know musical uh, workshops stuff like that. So so I do get physical like CDs. Yeah. Uh, and then I just like burn them to my computer right. <laughs> and then, then leave them in New Jersey. <laughs> the physical CD like in New Jersey and everything. But yeah those are the last. Physical- what are you going to do when you You have to upgrade
1: your computer And it no longer has a CD drive
0: Oh (laughs) Just something to think about Oh damn
1: Right Crazy world
0: (sighs) Well We'll we'll get there when we get there (laughs) Yes Yeah so the actual like Album that I physically Myself, right. I literally can't even tell you.
1: I'm trying to remember the last time I went to a store, a store? and picked up because I I order them from Amazon. Like I got the Mariah Carey Christmas uh, re release she put out last year with the Sugar Plum Fairy Interlude and stuff. Because you know, like I'm a completist. I like to have it all. I had mm-hmm. got Caution as well. Um, I got uh, Lemonade in person. Yes, you did. Um, but again, this is all Amazon.
0: I remember the last. CD, I remember physically going into a store and purchasing and being like, yes, I have a new cast recording was mm. probably in the Heights wow. in 2008. I got the in the Heights cast recording. So, Shit. man, <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think. I, I remember going and physically buying um, Britney Spears Circus.
0: OK, so was also, also 2008. 2008. Damn, really
1: hasn't been that long.
0: It might have been. I about. not think about I, it. Did
1: I, I might have bought the Fame Monster okay. when it came out physically I don't actually, actually don't know
0: do you know where it is no <laughs> <laughs> Oof. okay Crazy. Well, Mike also asks me also I'm a big movie buff similar to Matt Steele and what movies do you think in the last decade have the best score soundtracks um also Mike says, I also hope everyone listening gets their mail in ballots. Go fucking vote, people. Yes, we agree with Mike. We love Mike. Um uh I would say I love the score to the social network, but a score that I think did not get its due that absolutely deserved its due was Ben Zeitlin's Beast of the Southern Wild in 2012. Mm. He directed the movie and composed the score himself. I think wow. it's a fucking unbelievable score and an incredible movie. That's and so, the movie
1: with Kovajine Wallace. Yes. Oh,
0: okay. I That's love right. that. This my favorite movie of 2012, and I think the score is wonderful and it deserved a best score nomination. It did get a lot of surprise Oscar nominations, uh, but it did not get a best score nomination. So uh, next question comes to us from Jamie. Jamie's subject line is Mm. W.E. As soon as you mentioned W.E. in the last episode, (laughs) I did the biggest eye roll in the world. It's literally the worst film I've ever seen. (laughs) Well, that and Munich. Sorry, Spielberg. Uh, I only watched it because my King Oscar Isaac starred in it, and I was going through his entire filmography. It's just so, so bad. First of all, it romanticizes Nazi-supporting couple King Edward and Wallace Simpson while also entirely ignoring that fact. Oh, my God. They literally visited with Hitler in 1937 after Edward abdicated. There's also a scene Showing domestic violence Between another couple And the directing Slash cinematography Is so gross uh, This There's this shot Of the woman Getting hit And then it's repeated And then it's repeated A couple times In slow-mo Like they're trying To show it In some beautiful way gross. I just can't get over How terrible it is I have like No faith in Madonna Directing anything At all Because nope. <laughs> All because of This damn movie But anyway I love the podcast and so I love you guys <laughs> Just had to get off that Get this off my chest Well, I have not seen W.E. I have Um, not either. But uh, I guess that is something to close my eyes for if I ever do see it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Um, uh, just to keep your eyes peeled for the Madonna movie that she is directing because it doesn't sound like she has a director's eye.
0: I still have faith. Based on what? Based on the fact that when Mariah sometimes has big swings, sometimes she hits home runs.
1: Yes, but she's not directing a movie.
0: But I think she could. I think W.E. was maybe her warm up. (laughs) <laughs> and I have I have faith that it will be at least be an entertaining watch. Okay, <laughs> and you know that's what we're here for. So anyway, the actual question that uh, Jamie asks is: Okay, if that was a TLDR, here's a question: Have you listened to Heim? Thoughts? I'm in love with their newest album. And have you seen Rolling Stone's newest 500 Greatest Albums list? Yeah. I have too many thoughts on that.
1: Uh, I have listened to Haim. I know some of their music. I don't know their music super well, but I think I listened to their first album the most and very much liked several songs on that album. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think they're a talented group there. I feel like I tried to listen to their second album and I was not moved, um, and I have not given their new album a try yet. Okay. Um, I mean, I think there was maybe a pre-release single I enjoyed. Um, Now... now it's I'll look up the title, but uh, the, I of the album. I've not given it a full listen. Okay. Do you have any
0: history with how I None. Oh. None whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, I did like, like the wire when it came yes, out. That's a great and song. I think there was another song that you played for me from their first album that I was like, Oh, this is excellent. But I forget what it was. Mm. Was there another song on there that you would have played for me?
1: I mean, I would have played for you several. Let's see. Days are gone. Let's look. Uh, falling was the first song forever. The wire. Um, if I could change your mind. That's a really good one. It has a very cool video. Um, now, are these any of these jumping out at you? Mm, not really. but not really.
0: But no, I like them. I like their vibe. They were cool.
1: Now I'm in it is the song. Now one. I'm yeah, in it? I love that. That's on their new album, and that's a song that I think was a pre-release track that's just a bonus track on the album, but I very much like it.
0: Okay, well, listen to their newest album. Yes, and, I gotta and give them a go. Maybe we'll have thoughts. Maybe. Yeah.
1: All right, so Matt Steele, the time yes. has come. What has been giving you moments, darling?
0: Uh. So, a friend of mine was texting me okay. and randomly mentioned... Uh, <laughs> Um, Joan Rivers, okay. And I love Joan Rivers. Love, love, love Joan Rivers. yeah, and I' always loved her. I have not watched anything of Joan Rivers, though, in the past several years. Right. you know, she sadly like passed away too soon. and and but, you know, time goes on. and I'm, you, yeah, you know, yes, she, we know she was old, <laughs> but like still she was she it wasn't like she was like old and like falling apart. Right. like she was old and like literally doing cartwheels, right. And still doing shows and yeah. being amazing. yeah. um, so it was a very untimely death and it was very devastating. Uh, so for the past couple of years, I have not, you know, watched, consumed that much jo- Joan Rivers content. So mm-hmm. since my friend mentioned Joan Rivers to me, when I tell you, I've spent the entire week watching <laughs> nothing but Joan fucking Rivers, wow. shit that I've seen multiple times before, but I'm still just revisiting. She, and I'm just reminded as to the fact that she is... The funniest stand up comedian that's ever walked the face of the fire. She is so unbelievable and just vulgar and crude (laughs) and offensive and disgusting and perfect. Like, uh, watching her Bravo special from 2006, it is just fire all the way through. It is nonstop and just complete and utter belly laughs from me. Wow. Constantly. It's nothing misses. Everything she does is just. Is just perfect and hits on all cylinders. Mm. It's... And, you know, obviously, it's it's humor that would not fly in 2020. Of course. But, like, goddamn, what a talent. And I've just been watching her the entire week and just feeling so inspired by just... By just her brashness and just her ability to just really go for it, Mm. even if it doesn't work. You know, even if she later on regrets it. Right. Just, she... Was just such a firecracker. And then, of course, I rewatched her documentary piece of work, which is so good. It's on Netflix? Uh, I don't know if it's mm. on Netflix. How do you it, watch it? Well, I have the DVD. Oh, OK. It. And uh, just watching it again and seeing how hard this woman worked and how willing she was to just do anything and just go for just what a seasoned pro. I don't think you get celebrities like her nowadays who are just like I will literally do anything. Any fucking thing and Mm. be excellent at it. Because a lot of times now you get celebrities who are like, I'm willing to do anything. And it's like, yeah, but it's not that good. (laughs) But everything she does is excellent. All right. She's just so amazing. And I'm sure she's listening to me talking about her with, you know, such admiration and stars my eyes and being like, shut up, faggot. (laughs) Okay. But love you, Joan. Well, I
1: I have no strong feelings about Joan Rivers. Uh, I know that she called mariah fat on a red carpet <laughs> once and so i didn't mariah did not like that well you know i didn't like it either um but then i also watched the clip and she didn't exact well she didn't she basically said oh people have been saying you got fat but you don't look fat <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't exactly she was complimenting fat.
0: mariah she's on mariah's time. i think compliment
1: is strong but
0: joan rivers is a lamb <laughs>
1: I think again very strong
0: I think Joan Rivers and Mariah would have been friends They both lived they their were, life they lavishly They were
1: alive at the same time and they were not friends <laughs> <laughs> They were actively not friends But you know I, if she uh, you know Appeals to you I'm sure there's got to be something good about her So I wish her all the best in heaven Yeah um, What's been giving me moments I'm sorry for all the Mariah talk But it's a Mariah heavy week And that Mariah Carey Apple TV Plus Oprah interview Is truly The best interview she's ever done And I understand people not wanting to watch it because they don't want to spoil themselves from the book. But I just learned so much about her as a person who's been following her literally for 25 years (laughs) I learned so much about her that I never knew. She was so open and honest,
0: and it's so heartbreaking and tragic what she's been through. I mean, I walked in when you were watching the segment about Pat, and I was
1: like, I, because the thing is, we always assume that of her family, because I feel like she goes out of her way to like shield Pat's feelings. It's very much like, oh, I didn't have the childhood I wanted, not because of my mom, and like always goes out of her way to do that. But I didn't realize that they were so distant. She was like, apparently, in the book, she says that my mother has never really known me. There are two sides of her like the beauty and the beast and i have just coming to terms with the fact that they both live inside my mother and the fact that like I'm never going to get that unconditional maternal love from her that I would expect to have from a mother
0: and
1: it's like, mm. God
0: you're saying all of this
1: then the talk about Tommy and obviously we knew That it was a very restrictive relationship, but you didn't know how deep it went. The fact that, like, they could both be asleep in the bed. She could get up to just go to another room and have some time to herself. And he would appear over the intercom and be like, what are you doing? (sighs) She couldn't do anything. The fact that she has to retell this story about, like, how she and DeBrat went to go to get McDonald's for 20 minutes. And literally there were armed guards following them because she was off the property, off the premises. And the idea that she went from being this young child who, like, was so neglected by her parents and, uh, you know, didn't even... She, there was a lot of talk about how like her mom didn't know what to do with her hair, so she's always running around with like nappy, unkempt, like very matted hair everywhere, which you know must have been tough for like a glamazon deep down, like Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. and uh, going from like these like racial attacks by kids in her grade through her childhood, going straight into superstardom and marrying this man who is all powerful of her career and personal life, and like he, she has no control over anything. It's just like the ups and downs of her life are so vast and like the fact that when she was having her biggest her earliest successes she had no idea she was like mm-hmm. driving to do a concert in like 1993 and there was all this traffic on the way to like the air wherever she was going for the concert she asked her driver like what is all of this traffic for like we got to get there and to like it's for you that's crazy and she had, she was like oh Oh, I, like people, like she's like, I knew the numbers. I knew people were buying it. I did not know that, like, I was famous like that because I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone. I couldn't. She's like, the only, like, she didn't say it in so many words, but she was like, honestly, the good thing that came from being restrictive is that my, you know, family was not able to reach out to me and, like, try to shake me down for money because they were scared of him. And like, yeah, she talks about how her family treats her like an ATM with a wig on. She talks about how her sister Allison uh, tried to pimp her out and tried to give her a nail full of coke and how her brother was extremely rageful and violent and she never knew when it was coming. And it just was like, I knew it was bad. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And so it's difficult and it's horrible and it's traumatizing. But at the end, it's a story of survival. It seems like, which I think can be inspiring for a lot of people. And I, I just think it's crazy. Like when you were, we were watching the interview, we were like, why didn't she just make this movie? Like why did yeah like why it, make glitter?
0: Why wasn't this the plot of glitter? Just,
1: and I think eventually, I mean, Lee Daniels. They because Mariah sent out like little promotional boxes to like the Christianers and Lee Daniels of the world, so they could open it on Instagram to promote that the book's coming out. Mm-hmm. And Lee Daniels was like, I'm "So excited for this book! Can't wait to read it! Can't wait to engross myself in, in it! And I can't wait to make the movie."
0: Yes, like, Lee Daniels. Who's oh, going to play Mariah, though?
1: I mean, I assume Mariah. <laughs> It'll be like pin 15. She's all ages. She's like... I love As that. a child. She's in junior high. It's always her. Uh, but I... I would need a Mariah movie. I mean, my favorite,
0: my favorite part of that interview was when she was talking about Nick.
1: <laughs> you did love that.
0: And, you know, she wants to say all, everything nice about him because, you know, he's the father of their children. Yes, and exactly. But, you know, like they had some rough moments, but <laughs> she course. doesn't want to talk about yes. it. So, but the way she's describing and she's just like, yeah, you know, it was a cute moment. It was it a, was, we got
1: married. It was a cute a moment. Was a cute moment. It, was a, it was nice. It was, it was fun. It was it fun. He was, it, he was fun. He was
0: fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's we, like, it like yeah, we had a cute little romance and like it's like Mariah. you know and
0: <laughs> Mariah you opened your album with cry and then faded I was, it's
1: just so funny because and camouflage married to that man for so long and she literally talks about Derek Jeter for like about five times the amount of time and she's like it was honestly a blip like our relationship was like they were together for maybe like a year or two or something but it's just like he was the promise of something better like I didn't think anyone would ever love me if I left Tommy and you know that night on the roof proved to me that there was someone else out there and also like his biracial background seeing his Mm -hmm. family being so functional because she always thought oh the reason my family's functional is because you know one of my parents is white one of my parents is black but I mean I guess he was the catalyst for a lot of things inspired a lot of great songs but the nick of it all was so funny (laughs) because she's just really trying not to say anything mean just says the word fun 3000 times but also makes a point to say but you know we can't you know all talk about and like you know, back up what the other says at this point. You know, we can't, you know, verify their actions or words because Nick yeah. has gotten into hot water. Yes, recently. I'm not responsible
0: for any sort of you know, anti Semitism from
1: Nick has nothing to do with
0: me, but, <laughs> but <laughs> like it was a cute moment. It was a cute. We were young. Moment. We were young and I'm still fun. young. I'm still young. <laughs> but, you know, he got older and, you know, I guess we went a little crazy, but like we love him. He was, we fun. Love it was a cute him. moment. It was a cute moment. <laughs> their marriage,
1: their wedding was a cute moment. Iconic.
0: guy you were married to for five years. It was a cute it moment. It was a cute
1: moment. But uh, I just thought that interview so revealing and so just seeing the two of them catch up. Like Mariah clearly has so much respect and admiration for Oprah and like, there's no tension in that relationship there's never like a, oh you're the interviewer and i'm the interviewee and so i'm gonna hold things back because i don't know how you're gonna splice this up and use this against me that sort of wall was so down and mm-hmm. i feel like honestly writing this memoir probably was a very cathartic moment for her and like made her more aware of her feelings and the like understanding of them and so she was able to really verbalize how she felt and it was just like whoa it just was unbelievable i just like feel like I'm gonna be bawling throughout this entire audible process as I'm listening to it and reading it, I'm just gonna be in tears. So. It's gonna be
0: a dense book. It's because oh it's so short. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's gonna be dense. It's gonna be filled with everything. Absolutely. I mean hey and you know wait. and we love Oprah. We love we Oprah. Stand Oprah. Of course. I wish Joan was interviewing her. <laughs> don't
1: think Mariah would do that interview. I wish, really don't I wish
0: Joan was just like, Okay, yeah, enough about Tommy, enough about Tommy. No. How's your vagina holding oh up? Oh
1: my god, see that's an interview that neither me nor Mariah wants. <laughs> so I think this was right. And uh, that was what gave me moments this week. Uh, That's beautiful. So thank you guys all for listening. It's been lovely catching up with you this week. Make sure to vote for Joe Biden. And also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Music. And
0: it's Matt Steele. Two game
1: match for both of us. um, Watch our new video. We have a video about Gwen Stefani coming up soon. And Mm -hmm. uh, we love you all. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)